when does a kingdom business owner know when to bring out the lion versus the lamb if someone can't pay the money owed to you? It's 200 days overdue. All right, good question. Uh, uh, very good, actually. So we've got a distinction here between the lion and the lamb. Grace versus law. Being ferocious versus being gracious. Um, first and foremost, whenever somebody says to me, I've got debtors or I've got somebody that doesn't pay, the first thing we have to do is go, it's your fault. Okay, why? Because that's leadership. Right? Everything falls on me. It's my fault what everything that happens around here. Right? When these guys don't do something, my fault should have set up a better system. So when somebody's not paying, it's my fault should have set up a better system. Because you've got to remember that um, in this particular case, you've let them get to 200 days. So you've got to take ownership over this. And then you've got to go, okay, <clears throat> the lesson is I shouldn't do it anymore. What's the system I need to put in place so it never happens again, all right? This is, this is not just your scenario. I would say every single time something happens that you don't like, you've got to take the lesson and then systemize it so it doesn't happen again. What's the system? It's a three-step system. When you, you, you enforce your terms, okay, just to give it to you quickly. When somebody's not paying you, one day, so whenever you want to start collecting, you call them. And the first call uh, is a oops. It's a, hey, your account's overdue. You must have overlooked it. Could you please pay? When will you pay? Get a commitment from them and then say, I'll call you back if the money's not in the account on that day. So that's the first phone call. It's nice and soft. The second phone call, if it's not in the day after they said it would be, it's, hey, and now you're a curt phone call and you say, hey, the money's not in there. You promised it would be. When can it expect it to be paid? Make, get a commitment from them and tell them you'll call them if it's not paid. Right? That's the second one. By then, you will have probably collected most of your money. When they don't honor that payment, you call them back the third time and you say, hey, that remains outstanding. You still haven't paid it. You told me this, you told me this, you haven't done it. Just want to give you 24 more hours to pay that account. Otherwise, I'll be referring it out to the, ta to the tax collector. I'll be giving it to Zacchaeus. Now, I'll be sending it out to the debt collector um, and then all their fees will be added on top. That's the three-step process. You've got to do it. You've got to stick to it. You've got to stick to your terms because you've got to retrain your customers that you do like money because you've been letting them off the fact that you don't. All right, so when do you bring out the lion versus the lamb? See, I'm just, a, I'm just more of a fan of the lion, right, when it comes to the people that have not paid you what they owe you. Very occasionally, very occasionally, um, I think God would say to someone, hey, let them off that money. Very occasionally, God may say, extend some grace to this person, you know, and, and by the way, you can just be led by the Spirit, There's, you know, on this. You, you'll get a sense of, Mm, I really need to extend you know, some grace and let them off for whatever reason. God knows more than we do, so that would be a good thing to follow. So that's a good idea. However, most Christians take the grace route because they're scared of confrontation. They build a theology around their lack of leadership. So if somebody owes you money and you don't get a check in your spirit that you should let them go, then go for it. Don't build a theology around it that goes, oh, I'm just so scared of talking to people about money that I'm going to say, other oh, Lord, you know, that I'm, we're grace, not law. It's just rubbish. You're going to go broke, right? Go for your money. By the way, if you ring them and they say, I don't have it, say, great, but how much do you have today? Right? If they owe you $4,000 and they've got 100 bucks today, great. Put it through a credit card, right? Done. I'm ringing you back in four days' time. We're going to do it again. We're going to go on a payment plan. We're going to get this thing done, okay? You, you go and train them. Okay, you, but get on the phone. Sending a statement is a really bad idea if you don't follow it up the phone call, right? Just get on the phone. At 200 days overdue, um, you would then have to look at the terms and conditions they agreed to. 
if you had clearly defined terms, a page of terms and conditions, and they signed them, and on those terms and conditions, it says that you can charge administration fees, and it says that you can on-charge collection fees, then you just take that straight to a collection company, right, Dun & Bradstreet, EC Credit Control, Pushka, you take it straight to those guys and you say, here's what they signed, here's the communication we've had, go chase my money. And if it's a $500 debt, then they'll add their 500 bucks for collecting it and the client will have to pay heaps. They'll go to court for you, they'll go to mediation, uh, and it'll get paid. Some people say to me, well, what about the cost? What about the cost? It, you know, if it takes me 17 hours to, you know, to, to, to get back 400 bucks, then that doesn't make sense. No, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, so you've just got to decide a commercial outcome. Do you, want to, do you want to chase the money so that you refine your process, so that you've got a process for the next time somebody does it? Or do you just want to walk away because it's not commercial? But either of those are good decisions. For me, I would rather, out of principle, chase somebody that owes me money because then I can learn the process, map it out, and create systems so that the next time I get a bad customer, I can just put them into the machine rather than be fretting about what to do and da 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 da, da. okay? That's typically how I would handle it. But if it's 200 days overdue, you're probably gonna have a hell of a time getting that money because you didn't have a system to handle it when it was 20 days overdue. And that's the lesson. You've gotta create a better system to catch these before they compound, okay? Um, depending on how much it is, you've also got the small claims tribunal, which you can go through. There's a bit of a cost to go and do that. I, I definitely would, I mean, depending on how much it is, I would um, go through small claims because even the threat of small claims makes some people, you know, fess up and start paying because some people just want to push their luck into the very end. And so by filing with small claims, they finally get the small claims paperwork to say, cough up, you know, we're going to have mediation, and then they finally pay. They were just pushing their luck for too long to see how they would go, okay? and you've basically called their bluff, and then you get your monies. That's how I would handle it. Just not a big fan of letting people off for the sake of letting people off. Did you know that this show goes onto Facebook, it goes onto YouTube, it goes onto Instagram, it goes onto iTunes, and it goes onto LinkedIn? Do me a favor, would you? Tell more people about the show so that I can spread the message. Love ya, see ya.